And now, Jalen and Jacoby on ESPN Radio. When I'm out the trunk, head to death. Worry about my posse getting jumped. Cause if we ever do, yo TV, pop the trunk. Make a pop the trunk and hit the switch. That stupid out, pop the trunk. Come <laughs> give me your He is Jalen Anthony Rose. What up, doe? I'm David And on the cool check-in. Center stage on the mic. And we're putting it on wax. It's the new style. We're Jalen, Jacoby, and Brad. What do we do? We get a people what they want. Reggie's out sick again today. Feel better, Red. We had a conference call with Reggie, I think it was Monday, and he could barely talk. Reggie's really sick. Reggie doesn't get sick that much. You know, Jalen, when Reggie, we were early on in our Reggie relationship, Jalen pointed something out to me. He goes, Reggie's just consistent. Never too high, never too low. He's just consistent. I love Brad. I miss Reg. But that was, that was one of those things, like, you're, you're a sneaky good, like, people reader. Thank you. And you know what else I peeped about, Reg? And this isn't to disparage those that have not been able to find love or who don't want to be in relationships. Let me say that first. The other thing I appreciated about Reg is how he moves with his significant other. Oh, explain. Because it's one thing to be able to take care of yourself mm-hmm. and be a professional and do all of the things that come with being just a human being. Yep. It's another thing to make the sacrifices for your loved one. And I've been able to see him do that. I love the fact, and I used to tell all of y'all this, during breaks at LAPC, I look up, Reg and his lovely girlfriend going to enjoy lunch. Holding hands. Holding hands. And I said relationship goals. It's exactly what I was saying to and you. Now look at you, Jalen Rose. Trying to be like you, Jacoby. Power couple. How many years in are you? We've been together for 16 or 17 wow. years. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Never broke up for a day. Wow. For a minute or for a second. You're now, so lucky. Now we got three kids and she can't break up with me. It's impossible. <laughs> she needs to help around the house. <laughs> That's how that works. Lots to talk about today. The Celtics are imploding. There's very important do-rag news that we're going to get to later in the show. Oh yeah, there's there's some there's some things that that we've tailored just for Jalen Rose in this show. And if you're not following Jalen versus everybody on Instagram, he's documenting his entire life on Instagram stories. Very exciting about that. Hardest working man in show business goes from get up straight into first take, and then comes here to the Jalen and Jacoby studio, takes off his suit, relaxes, gets comfy to give the people what they want. Let's do so right now. Jalen Rose coming off a loss against the Bulls, the Chicago Bulls. You expect the Celtics to have a bounce back game, right? They did not. They headed into Toronto. They didn't just lose. They really lost. Like it's not what you do. It's how you do it. Like you can lose a close game. They got waxed. They seemed just a little flat the entire game long. They were owned on both sides of the floor. They ended up losing 118 to 95. Jalen Rose, what happened to this Celtics team? They ran into a classic version of a team with cohesion and effort and togetherness and people have bought into their roles where on the outside looking in, we will sense that a team like the Raptors and or the Bucks don't have as much talent as the oh, yeah. Celtics. They have one all-star. 
And so that's what's great about team sports. The Celtics, I had a couple of takeaways from their performance. One, I've said it into this microphone, but it continues to be confirmed very often that Kyrie Irving will not be playing with them next year. Number two, they will not make the conference finals. See, now that's interesting to me. They're not making the conference finals. You just two weeks ago said that they would definitely be in the conference finals in the playoffs, talent wins out, and that they would definitely be in the conference finals. They were your favorite to win the conference and lose to the Warriors in the finals. You said that two weeks ago. What has changed in the last two weeks? Philly's my favorite to win the conference, and I said that they would be Boston. The problem is they're not a team. So once the playoffs start, and they're going to be like a fourth or fifth seed, likely playing against a team like the Sixers in the first round, We'll see what happened to the Pacers who now sit at three. Yep. The depending Pacers on their matchup, below. but depending on their matchup, David Jacoby. Say it. They could be out in the first round. Say it. How about that? Say it. If they play against Philly in the first round, they're going home. The, uh, what if they play Toronto in the first round? They're definitely going home. But if they play the Bucks in the first they're round, they're going home. Probably won't play the Bucks in the first round, but. But that's the point. This has changed. And that's why I like having opinions. Without bias. Because this ain't personal. I'm watching these dudes play. And they have terrific talent. Like, I'll take Kyrie on my team in a heartbeat. Oh, yeah. One of the best shot makers in the game. Tatum is going to be a franchise-level player. I love Jalen Brown. His effort, his defense, his versatility. I like Scary Terry. He can ball. I like Smart's toughness. I like Al Horford's uh, the ability to play smart and his versatility. I like their team. But they're all individuals. They're not a fist. And therefore, when it gets tight, like in Toronto, when you're going against a guy like, wait a minute, Pascal Siakam, this, this dude is fast. This dude is long. Oh, yeah. This dude is making threes. Kawhi standing in front of you, he's stoic. He's just playing deep, not saying a word. Like these guys are hungry for it. Now all of a sudden, I'm like, you know what? They want it more than the Celtics. They're a talented bunch, but they're not going to meet their goals this year. Kyrie Irving had seven points in the basketball game, the entire game. And after the game, Seemed a little frustrated. Let's listen. Brad talked about just defensively, guys been taking shortcuts. Um, so, do you see that, and how do you guys fix things like that at this point in the season? Do you feel like? I don't know. It's up to Brett. Marcus said that you guys aren't playing together. Is that a fair diagnosis? I mean, that's Marcus's opinion. So, is it your respect it? So. It's not so much the content of what he said in that. It's his attitude. It's his, his demeanor. He just seemed frustrated. He was very short and flippant with the reporters, which you can do after a loss. I get frustrated after a loss of pickup. You know what I mean? But here's a question for you that I want to ask. I can't believe I'm fixing my lips to say this. Does this Celtic season, for the first time ever, make you question Brad Stevens' head coaching abilities? It doesn't make me question his abilities. Anybody that's followed... This saga with Kyrie joining the Celtics has heard me say what I'm about to say. The Celtics are going to have to choose between the team first style that they were using Mm -hmm. before he arrived. Pace and space. Ball finds the right man. Of course. Al Horford was leading the team in assists. Six passes per possession. Their offense was inverted. To giving it to a dynamic playmaker like Kyrie Irving who's been an all-star perennially, who's been a finals champion, okay? Those were a conflict of styles. He took over a turnkey situation in theory to be a leader, 
when they were already a cohesive group without him. Yep. So now when he's in the media saying, well, these young guys got to figure it out. They don't know what it takes. I apologize to LeBron. And then he says, well, no team can beat us in a seven-game series. Why? That was like yesterday. Because they got me. So now when you go against a team that you may actually face in the Eastern Conference, they got a better record than you. The other guy showed, you know what? We got you. And what did he give? Seven points. And they had their first 20-point loss of the game. He was disinterested. He's not going to be there next year. And it's okay. It happens in the league. How far do the Celtics need to go in the playoffs to keep Kyrie? Finals. If they win the Eastern Conference, he stays in Boston. I think he strongly considers staying. They lose in seven games in the Eastern Conference Finals? More bounce. Is to he, the ounce. Is he going to be in the Knicks next year? I believe so. With Kevin Durant? And here's another. With Kevin Durant? Here's a, here's a, I'm glad you went there. Thank you. Thank you for that lob. You're Gary Payton. Let me be Sean Kemp. Okay. When you're Kyrie Irving and you're Kevin Durant and you're kind of moonlighting together publicly. Mm-hmm. Now, they could be brothers. They could be homies. They could be friends. Like, I had college teammates in the league. I had brothers in the league that I was in their weddings, all of that. But when you understand the speculation of free agency is out there, and you kind of thumb your nose up at it by being together publicly and allegedly talking about you guys' free agency and your plans. I'm about to give everybody a visual that nobody speaks into public microphones that's really important. Okay. What do you think Steph and Claire are thinking? What do you think Draymond is thinking? What are you thinking Morris is thinking? What do you think Al Horford is thinking? They're like, oh, okay. Those guys don't go back into the locker room and explain what just happened. No, they don't. Because the players already have an opinion. Like, oh, okay, this dude one foot in, one foot out. Okay, cool. We'll try to win a championship with you, you this year, KD. But guess what? Steph's shooting more now. You notice he's taking the team back. He's like, oh, okay, 10 threes on this. I'm the splash. So that's what I see happening in that situation. Kyrie won't be there next year. I do believe if and when he leaves, same with KD, that they both end up as a member of the New York Knickerbockers. If you have the fiscal ability, buy Nick season tickets right now. If you live in the tri-state area, buy Nick's season tickets right now because it might not be KD and Kyrie and Zion, but someone's coming. Like they're not, they're not, it's not gonna be the Dennis Smith Jr. show next year in MSG. If I had the money, I would buy Nick's season tickets right now. Jalen Rose, big game in the Western Conference last night between two of the best teams in the Western Conference. The Thunder and the Nuggets. It was in mile high. The Nuggets. Won a close game. They took on a a, a big run by the Thunder in the second half to squeak this one out. We always talk about the Thunder and the Rockets being the teams that can challenge the Warriors. However, the Nuggets are right now one game behind the Warriors. One game behind the Warriors in the Western Conference. Jalen, is it now time to reconsider the Nuggets as a threat to the Warriors? They deserve to be in the conversation, but I've already said that I feel like the two teams that had what it took to press the Golden State Warriors into long series were the Houston Rockets and the Oklahoma City Thunder. Why? Both of those teams have playoff savvy. They each have a former MVP, Harden, Russell. Paul George is playing at an all-NBA level, and we saw what Chris Paul can do when they went to Golden State and beat the Warriors on their home floor without James Harden. Those are the teams I'm banking on. Now, the Denver Nuggets are a team I tried to tell people the entire season, and you did as well, about their starting five mm-hmm. and how they're going to surprise a lot of people. 
and how Jokic was going to make the leap. When I watch Denver play, Horford clearly isn't as good as the Joker. But that's how the Celtics used to play. Yep. Their, their offense was inverted. And then players got to cut and move Jokic and slice. it every possession. Correct. And so when I watch the Nuggets play at home, and when you have the altitude, you're clearly trying to take advantage of that with the team speed. You see him one-leg runners and floaters and dropping dimes. You see Murray. You see Barton. Like, the Nuggets have, through injury, built out a level of depth mm-hmm. that now I can count on. I can count on Beasley. Do you know who's getting buckets yesterday, Jalen Rose? A gentleman by the name of Isaiah Thomas. Getting some big buckets. I loved seeing Isaiah Thomas last night in his performance. Jalen, you played in Denver. You were drafted by Denver. They are now second in the West, one game behind the Warriors, which means they will be hosting two playoff series most likely. Jalen, how much of a difference does the altitude really make for someone who actually played there? It makes a difference. A little bumpy-faced kid with bad teeth from Detroit got a chance to get drafted by the Nuggets, and the next day I went and got veneers. And then right after that, we started the season. And I'll never forget one of the better the games I played my rookie year, I think was against the Houston Rockets. And I was feeling good. It's like, yeah. And I look over at the bench, Hakeem Olajuwon with the gas mask. With the oxygen mask. With the oxygen mask. I'm like, whoa. Because I've never seen Hakeem a dream tired. You know what I'm saying? And so I'm like, oh, it does play a factor. Like the altitude does play a factor. The Nuggets, when, when I was there, we practiced at Colorado Springs even. So that you could get a heightened level of what it would be like. And so it does have an effect for the opponent, which is why, whether it was Doug Moe or whoever coaches their team, they try to make sure that it's an up-tempo squad so you can take advantage of it. Jalen, they also have a great fan base in Denver. Terrific. And uh, one of those fans had a little interaction with a gentleman by the name of Russell Westbrook. You've probably seen it by now, but Russell Westbrook, you know, the call goes against him. He's a little upset. And then a fan reaches out and touches him. Young man, probably like 10, 11, 12 years old, reaches out and touches Russell Westbrook. Reach. Out and touch somebody's hand. So here's a question for you, Jalen. Make this world a better place. Is this something or nothing? If you can. Nothing. It's zero. It's nothing. The interaction and the relationship that the fans have with NBA players is the absolute best in professional sports. This is why... By any metric, you could look at the Forbes list, you could look at social media, you could look at commercials, you could look at dollars earned, you could look at appearance fees. That's why the NBA players trump their counterparts in other sports, and it ain't even close as it relates to popularity. If it wasn't a child, would it be a different story? It would not be a different story. Here's why. Why's that? Intent. Russell Westbrook got into it with an unruly fan before Mm -hmm. that was holding a beverage and seemed to be more confrontational. As somebody that's played his life, as someone who's dedicated his life to playing basketball, those interactions are different based on the player's mood. If I'm going up and down the floor and I'm Russell Westbrook and I just made five threes in a row, I'm looking for people to high five. (laughs) Okay? This was a kid. He felt the soft touch. Russell is as emotional of a player that it gets in the NBA. Mm-hmm. I love the way he handled I like it. How he handled it too. He handled it with maturity. He wasn't emotional. He wasn't upset. He wasn't mad. 
He gave the young man a, a tap on the backside. He gave the parent a tap on the leg. This is no harm, no foul. We don't need to now put barricades up around the court. We don't need to move <laughs> no, the fans back. We don't. We don't need to stop players from signing autographs. We don't want to create a hostile environment by the fans and the players when that relationship is the best in professional sports and most diverse. Jalen Rose, we've been doing the show for eight years. And one of our signature segments, it's time for soft move or boss move. Devin Booker, excellent basketball player on a terrible team. Had a little vacation time after the All-Star I need a break. vacation. And now let's just take a look at his uh, vacay attire. He wore D'Angelo Russell's All-Star jersey? Soft move or boss move, being in the league, wearing another player's jersey. I'm going to say it's a boss move. It's a soft move. It's a soft because move. Because that must be his man 100 grand. And I'm- let me give you a different example. Maybe... This applies to you, maybe it doesn't. If you made the all-star team, I would rock your jersey. Okay, that does not apply to me because I will never make an all-star team. But Jalen, let me tell you a story. I went to a vintage clothes year, and I saw a Jalen Rose Nuggets jersey, and I bought it. It was like $15. Sorry to tell you that. I bought it. It's in my drawer. I don't even know what I'm going to do with it. I'm never, ever, ever going to wear a Jalen Rose jersey and walk down the street. I would never do that. Ever. You could give it to me. You're never going to wear it either. <laughs> Maybe we can find somebody move. else to rock it. And this this one also got me. And I don't take it personal. This fifteen dollars, it wasn't free. The greatest moment in jersey vacation jersey wearing history is this one. Paul George on vacation <laughs> abroad, not just wearing his own jersey, but also wearing the Pacers hat. This <laughs> is just the greatest. Would you ever wear a Jalen Rose jersey? I have not done you so. You would never do that. You I have never done do that. so. I love that. Next, Bradley Beal. Remember he was talking about he was re- recruiting people to the Wizards? I wonder how that went. And uh, this is the latest from Bradley Beal saying, quote, I believe in loyalty. I do. You know, as much as you don't see it in today's game, if I can, 100% I'd die in a Wizards jersey. Jalen Rose saying you would die in a Wizards jersey when you're Bradley Beal. Soft move or boss move? Boss move. And also... Here's what people have to understand. For players not named LeBron, KD, Steph, you take a major haircut to leave your current team. Yep, you do. In free agency to go somewhere else. That haircut can be like $50 million. Mm -hmm. Okay? So for 95% of the league, it's best to find a way to make it work with your current squad. And for Bradley Beal, who's been an all-star a couple of times, seems to be happy there. All of those things point towards a guy that, if he can, plans to play with that squad as long as possible. So here's what Bradley Beal's doing. Number one, I do not believe Bradley Beal. But here's what he's doing that I like. This is exactly what I would do if I was an NBA player. Listen, I'm under contract. I love this team. I'm trying to stay with this team forever. And then what I do when I talk to my best friends, the off-wax, I'd be like, I'm trying to get out of here as soon as possible. This is a mess. (laughs) And that's what he's doing, and that's what all players should do. That's why if you're Kyrie, just say, like, I want to re-sign with the Celtics, and then don't. Do it later, and you you eliminate all the speculation. If you're KD saying, I'm going to stay with the Warriors for the rest of my career, and then just bounce in the summertime. Or how about the fact that, like Dame Lillard said, he don't want to do what's considered bandwagon hopping. How about the fact that Washington, D.C. is a beautiful place to live? It is. And they have a terrific fan base. And he enjoys playing there because he's had success as an individual. He has. Get well soon, John Wall. 
Kevin Hart has been on the show before. Excellent actor and comedian. Very successful. Businesses on businesses on businesses. He recently went out in the public wearing on his feet Uggs. Dame Dash went after him for it. Jalen, you know I care about how clothes feel more than how clothes look nowadays. But even I have to say, wearing Uggs, it's a soft move. And I know you love to support Kevin Hart. And I just want to hear your take on this. How can you possibly rationalize Kevin Hart being grown with Uggs in public? I wear Uggs house slippers. Oh, house slippers. Okay. I thought you were going to say Uggs because I was about to leave. But they will never make the light of day, especially boots. (laughs) And I wear a size 15. (laughs) I just saw Maria Taylor with some on today. Soft move, Kevin (laughs) Hart. It's a soft move, Kevin Hart. (laughs) Love you, though. This is my favorite story of the day. Jalen, there's a couple. We support love and we support power couples. Absolutely. And this this power couple must have been hit on some struggling some struggling times in Florida. They went to a Walmart, got caught shoplifting. Ride together. You know what I mean? I get it. We support love and couples. And guess who else does? This police officer who arrested them. So he allowed them in the backseat of the car to smoke cigarettes, first of all. And then he put on some, some romantic music. While they made out in the back of his police car, he did not cuff them or make them wear seatbelts. So we have a rapid fire soft mover boss move about this. Are you ready? Let's get it. I need a quick response for each of these. Okay. Letting them light a cigarette and smoke in the back of the police car, soft mover boss move. Soft move. That could catch a fire. It's a boss move. I love it. Letting them make out in the back of the police car. Now that's a boss move. That's a boss move. Definitely. Playing Barry White's kick enough of your love, babe, as they kissed. That's a classic. It's a boss that's one of my move. favorite karaoke this. songs. <laughs> that's your karaoke song? Can't get enough of your love, babe. Getting suspended. For 20 days without pay for his behavior. Soft move or boss move from the police department? That's a soft move. The police have been under fire for a lot of things. I you know. know. Allow this know. guy to let somebody live. Let him live. But here's the only thing with that. What's wrong? I bet they don't look like me. The people in the back of the police car? Probably not. Probably not. That's why he got suspended. <laughs> Joel Embiid. Not called the process anymore. Officially has changed his nickname to Hulu Has Live Sports. Doesn't ring off the tongue that way, but guess what? Hulu paid Joel a lot of money to change his nickname. Do what else they pay a lot of money for? Dame Lillard to get a tattoo that says Hulu Has Live Sports. These players have absolutely no shame, and they're selling out for Hulu, and so are we. Why would I keep paying so much for cable when I can watch my games on Hulu Plus Live TV? They have live sports on Hulu. I don't know if you know, based on those nicknames and the tattoo, that Hulu now has live sports. You get the same channels as cable for just $45. You can watch your favorite teams play live all season long. Watch the biggest games live on Hulu Plus Live TV. Watch Joel and Damian with their new nickname and new tattoo play live. Guess where? Hulu Plus Live TV. Absolutely no cable required. Jalen. I couldn't help but notice something. There's a trend in the NBA that's troubling and confusing. The New York Knicks have won two straight basketball games. <laughs> they beat the Spurs that's on just Sunday wrong, night. Man, that's they wrong, got shouted man. at the Oscars. And now, in Ooh. front of the MSG faithful, they're on a win streak. They beat the Magic. Now, the obvious question is like, is this good or bad for the Knicks? I never think it's bad for teams to win basketball games, especially when you have a young team like this. Like, if you look at these highlights, these are all first year, second year players. You want to win basketball games. And the way that they've restructured the lottery 
is all, the three worst teams have the same chances of getting the number one pick. Jalen, is it actually good that the Knicks are winning? I know it's a silly question, but it makes sense. It's relevant. I think it's positive. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily good. Here's why. You basically just acknowledge that teams are basically going to have the same odds. Yes, the three, the, the three teams. worst teams are going to have not the same that odds. Much of a drop off so, number so, four so therefore, you know, you're still in the same vicinity to get the same yeah, opportunity it's like for the number one pick. for the first three teams, and then the fourth worst team is like eleven. But here's something I want to make sure I double down on. Ooh, what's that, Mr. Rose? Knicks will be in the playoffs next year. Oh yeah. Oh, definitely. Knicks will be in the playoffs next this. year. I love this. Let me put that on wax. Preach to okay. a die easy Knicks fan. Here's the other thing I want to say. As one of the people in the media that came on our show mm-hmm. after the trade for Porzingis, mm-hmm. I know Porzingis is a terrific talent. And I'm going to give you a stat right now. He's going to be one of three people next year that averages 20 points and get two blocks per game. Anthony Davis, Carl Anthony Towns, it's going to be a couple of those guys. Yep. Dennis Smith Jr. can ball. Oh, he can. Now the Knicks have a guard. They drafted Knox. He can ball. Now they have a wing. Roll the dice on Mitchell Robinson. Didn't even play college last year. Played pretty well. Now he's playing quality minutes for them. And a lot of people don't know one of the reasons why people overlooked him, besides the fact he didn't play college, had an early teenage mom. Mm -hmm. Had her and or his brother when his mom was like 13 and 14 years old. Okay. And lastly, Turned Trier into a player. I love Trier. Who was undrafted. I love Trier. And they have a coach who can develop young talent. And they're getting Zion and Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. And they have two max spots. And they have their lottery pick. The New York Knickerbockers are trending upwards. Listen to David Jacoby. He tried to tell you early in the program. Again, when the KP trade happened, New York Knickerbocker fans were just up in arms, so upset about it. And I honestly think, and I said this to my Nick fan friends, I was like, this will probably be one of the best days in the history of the franchise. You will look back on this and say, thank God we traded KP. And what did you advise fans in the New York metropolitan area to do? Buy season tickets right now, because the prices are going to go way up on July 4th. They're going to go <laughs> way up on July 4th. So the Knicks are looking to get a lottery spot, and... Will one of the players wearing the Duke jersey now be wearing a Knicks jersey next year? That same Duke team that lost Zion on national television hasn't been playing great lately without him. They went into Virginia Tech and found themselves against a very game opponent. R.J. Barrett and the Duke team lost this very close game against the Hokies. Jalen, there's a lot going on here, but do you still consider Duke to be your favorite to win the national championship. Duke deserves to be the favorite to win the national championship because they have the best player in the country in Zion Williamson and arguably the second best player in R.J. Barrett. Mm -hmm. They're going to be in a conversation when it's all said and done. However, if I'm an NBA team, I'm going to float a theory. I've seen a lot of NBA drafts. Mm -hmm. And there's always a level of tension and expectation that goes with the number one pick. Of course. That doesn't necessarily go with number two, three, and four. Of course. And if I'm choosing this year, as much people, as much as people keep saying they want the number one pick and stop trying for Zion. If I'm in play this year, like the Knicks or the Suns or whoever else, guess what I don't want? The number one pick. Explain why, Mr. Rose. 
because I want to make sure I take R.J. Barrett. But I can't take him first because of the hype. Here's the thing. R.J. Barrett, safer pick. He's a safer pick. He is a, he is, he's a, 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 a basically an NBA player. He's a wing. He can play D. He can shoot. He can drive. He can pass. He can do all those things. Zion is unlike anyone else we've ever seen, which isn't always a good thing. Like, it's safer to have R.J. Barrett. I think that it makes absolutely no sense to want the number two pick over the number one pick. But I agree with you, Jalen Rose. I do. It's a safer pick. How about this? Because now, if and when you're drafting one, Zion deserves the opportunity to go number one because the sky's the limit for his potential. But if I'm a general manager, I like to maneuver the chessboard at my speed. So therefore, take R.J. Barrett. I take John Morant. And I allow those young players to nurture, and people will appreciate what they become. Versus Zion, from day one, people are going to expect him to come in and be Hakeem Olajuwon, Shaquille O'Neal, yes. Tim Duncan type of performer. And I don't think at the beginning he's going to be able to live up to that level of expectation. So here, I want to get inside your mind on this one for a second. If you have the number one pick, and in your heart of hearts, you feel that R.J. Barrett is a better pick than Zion Williamson. Just low, higher floor, same ceiling, right? Would you allow the hype? and Would you allow the anticipation? Would you allow your fan base to force you to pick Zion? I'll talk to my owner, and I'll go to Tom Gores, for example, or the Detroit Pistons. And I'll say, T.G., I would love to take Zion. Our fans at Little Caesars Arena would go crazy mm-hmm. for those 360 dunks. The guy, the sky's the limit for him. But if you let me trade him, I'll get another player and I'll get RJ Barrett. Yeah. So I'll get you two players instead of one. I love this idea. And by the way, RJ Barrett, rookie of the year, rookie of the year next year. Rookie of the year. Really? Rookie depends on where you go. A lot of it depends on fit. Depends on opportunity. Depends on where he ends up. If you call 985-80-Jalen, you can leave us a voicemail. Reggie's out, so I don't think we have female voicemails pulled. We'll see what we'll see what Reggie left lying around for Brad. Brad, hit it. Yo, this is Landray from Nashville. Yeah, um, just want to ask this boss move or soft move question. Me taking the picture of Jalen's hair line and telling my barber to line me up like that, is that a boss move or a soft move? Well, wow. Great question from Lamray in Nashville. He literally took a picture of Jalen Rose to his barber and said, line me up like that. It doesn't work like that, Lamray. <laughs> That's what your barber's trying to do every time. <laughs> I can take a picture of Jalen Rose to my barber and say, line me up like that. You know what the barber's going to say? I can't do that. First and foremost, I have some of the best barbers in the game. Shout out to my brother Shears in L.A. I think his handle's 215 on IG. Shout out to my guy Hawk in the ATL. Shout out to my guy Andy Authentic representing Connecticut. It's an ultimate boss move. If you take the picture of somebody's cut that you like and show it to your barber. This is why ever since you've been going to barber shops, when you walk into the door, there's a picture of various haircuts that you can select. So it gives you an idea of how you want yours to look. It totally makes sense. 
As a matter of fact, in the future, I'm looking to be on one of those. Stay tuned. <laughs> That's one of your goals? Absolutely. That's one of your goals is to be up at Barbershop Walls with the Jalen Rose? I always talk to you guys about professions that are underappreciated. The barber, your groomer, your stylist is one. Every time you try to get blocked, hit the brakes, brakes, you go get a cut. Every time women try to go to the red carpet, they go get their hair done. Sometimes you forget that you're rich. People don't have groomers and stylists, okay? Regular people don't have stylists. You know what they do? They go go to the gap and buy their clothes. Or let me give you different words. Go get a cut or go get their hair did. Go get their hair did. I said yelling? it just like that. Like, like hitting a What's number. Happening? Like hitting a number. I'm from Detroit. And let me tell you guys something. <laughs> People find money for what they want. That's just how life works. Mm-hmm. When the new iPhone comes out, for some strange reason, re- re- regardless of your fiscal dynamic, people come up with the new iPhone. Yep. When the new kicks come out, people find a way to get the new kicks. It's the same thing about your your appearance. When people want to get crispy, they find a way to do so. So you meant hairstylist. Correct. I thought you meant stylist stylist. Like someone who picks out clothes for you. No. Oh, I, I, okay. I, that makes sense then. That's a miscommunication. Oh. I said get your hair cut. Say go to the salon. Go to the stylist. In the D, we get suited and booted. We know Soul Night coming next month. We already getting the outfit together. Already lining up the hair and nails appointments. When the last time you got your got a pedicure? I've gotten one pedicure in my life. One. Completely underwhelmed by the experience. It was not what I expected it to be. My wife is like, you're going to love it. It's going to be something we can do together. We had a babysitter. And we went to this place that she goes to. First of all, I had to wait for like 20 minutes. You know I don't like waiting. I'm very efficient. <laughs> I sit there and wait for 20 minutes watching other people get their pedicures. And then my wife sits down. She doesn't talk to me the entire time. She's just on her phone. And I got, you know, she she gave me a pedicure, cut my nails, scrubbed my feet a little bit, got a, a little tiny, like, like massage, like shorter than Robert Kraft's massage. And then <laughs> at the end of it, it was like $40, $50 or whatever. And I looked down at my feet, and they looked the same as when I got there. And that's a great joke. We're like comics. We're not making fun in any way, shape, or form of human trafficking. With that being said... As I've started to get older and listen to my grandmother, who's 101, I started to make sure I do the little things to take care of myself that I didn't used to do. Oh, like I played four years of high school basketball, three years of college, 13 years in the NBA, 20 straight years, probably got one pedicure. The last 12 months, like it too, (laughs) probably once a week. What? Yo, I got to talk to you about this. Here's why. I got to talk to you about things, Jalen Rose. Okay. Number one. You're eating McDonald's 30% of the time. Number two, you're, once a week you're going to get a pedicure. How many days a week do you work out? Three or four. How many days a week do you work? Seven. So how does this... I don't think you have time for all this. Like some of this doesn't add up. Some it does of this doesn't add really up. add up. Where do you get at McDonald's? It On the way to it, work? It, it adds up. How many haircuts do you get a week? Two, sometimes three. Depending on... What coast I'm on, what time I need brother. to be on. I think so. You have a twin brother named Jonathan. No. That you've, I, that you've been keeping that, on the payroll that, that, to show up and do things. That's why on my IG, for this 14-day period, I want to show people that want to get into this industry and or people that feel like you that I must have a twin 
how I get so much out of 24 hours. And usually it starts the night before. And you know what that means? That means if you out to 2, 3 in the morning, that means you ain't up at 4 or 5. No. So it starts the night before. And if the Warriors or the Nuggets or one of the top teams ain't playing in a big game, and if the best game of the night is Suns versus somebody, good time to go to sleep that I'm night. Going, yeah, I always look at the Plan late sleep. Game. My sleep is planned based on the NBA schedule. Yes, Boom. yes, facts. I, I will look at I'll look at the NBA app and I'll just see what the night games are and then I'll make a, a calculated decision as whether or not I'm going to stay up for them. But there also will be people that say, how does he do get up? How does he do J&J? How does he do first take? More than one hit and a J&J podcast all at the same time. Multitasking. And like you, because I learned this from you. I learned to time out my entire day. Uh, every minute of my day is accounted for the day time before. Time out your entire day. I know day. what I'm doing every minute tomorrow. I'll right, tell right you right, right now. now what I'm going to be doing at 3 o'clock, what I'm going to be doing at 6 o'clock, what I'm going to be doing at 9 o'clock, what I'm going to be doing at 11 o'clock. I can tell you right now. That's how I'm able to get so many things done. We have a very special female caller. Our sister, Michelle Beadle, left us a voicemail. Let's listen. Hey, guys. Uh, Michelle Denise Beadle here. Big fans of your work. I've got a question. It's a little more like advice. I have two friends, both dating different guys. Uh, one guy, turns out, has a Live, Laugh, Love poster in his bathroom. The other only answers texts with LOL and smiling emojis. And I can't decide which one's worst. Uh, the worst one gets the prize. So I need a little advice. What should I tell my friends other than run? Also, I just want you to notice I did this entire message and I didn't cuss once. You're welcome. <laughs> Love Michelle Beadle Beads so much. Is the Big best. shout out to Beadle. I miss you, Beads. Being Countdown on the East crew. Coast is great. I'll be there being Friday. you is terrible. Now, that being said, she has one friend dating a gentleman as a live, love, laugh poster in his bathroom. Dated in another one who only responds to texts with emojis and LOL. Both terrible personality traits. I have to say, it is worse to have the live, laugh, love poster. <laughs> That's bad. Like that is cheesy. It's sappy. It's tacky. It's like you don't, you, it's like you shop at Rick's. Like, no. Spencer Gifts? No. I disagree with you. Okay. Because you're the person that says people don't celebrate enough. They don't enjoy life enough. All it says is live, laugh, and love. That's all it that, says. You know that translates to me? That's all it says. Corny. That's corny. How about this? You know it's corny. How, if I went to your house and no, saw a live, love, no, laugh poster, no, I would no, leave and I would, I would call no, my boss no, and I would say, no, I'm no longer no, doing the show. No, this no, no. You know what's corny? Let me tell you what's corny. Let me tell you what's corny. Okay? That was let the me, most dramatic. Let me tell you what's corny. A boss move right now. Let me tell you what's corny. Okay. Put your clothes back on. Emojis. Okay, Jalen. I have you ever seen me text an emoji? Ever, ever, ever. We text a lot. If I ever text you an emoji ever. The only emoji I ever use is 100. You use the 100 emoji all the time. It's because the 100 just looks like <laughs> I'm old-fashioned and I should be carrying a beeper. The only people I ever used emojis with are my wife and my kids. 
Nobody else walking this earth can say let I me, sent them anything except let me 100. Take someone, let me take you behind the curtain on, on Jalen Rose and just sort of how he communicates. You asked Jalen Rose a very pointed question. Jalen, are you going to be on time tomorrow? He writes back, 100. Be like, Jalen, do you want to um, have a dinner meeting or a lunch meeting? 100. Like, we ask you questions and you just write back 100 like that's an answer. You know why? It's a boss move. You're the best. <laughs> You're the best. Are those paw prints? What's underneath the, the panther? That's a black panther. And paw prints. Paw prints? How grass. many does that thing have? It's grass. It's in the grass? Yeah. That's when I decided I wanted to be a leader, not a follower. And you know how panthers move. When somebody attacks them, right? They step back and they assess. <laughs> and then they go for the kill. That's not true. That's <laughs> not, not true. That's not true. Have you seen the movie Black Panther yet? Of course. Wakanda forever. Jalen Rose, not everything is worth discussing in the world of sports and pop culture. So we have a segment called Keep It Moving. Now, keep it moving is simple. If you want to discuss the topic, you say hit the brakes. If you don't, me, you, and Meth Man jump in the minivan and keep it moving. Are you ready, Mr. Rose? Yes, sir. A teaser for the new episode of The Shop has come out, and you'll never believe who's featured on it. A gentleman by the name of Anthony Davis. I can't wait to see it, but I'm not ready to talk about what we haven't seen, so keep it moving. Okay. We keep it, we'll moving, keep it moving. We keep it moving. Ja Rule tried to put a curse on the Kings. Keep it moving or hit the brakes? Hit the brakes. Okay. Well, Ja Rule, this is a complicated story. Ja Rule was doing a performance uh, for the Bucks. And they were playing against the Timberwolves. And then what happened was the Timberwolves ended up dissing him on social. So he said the Kings are going to never win a championship and they're going to lose Carl Anthony Towns. However, he doesn't understand that Carl Anthony Towns is not on the Kings. Mm. Bigger or smaller mistake than the entire Fire Festival fiasco? Nothing's worse than a Fire Festival. <laughs> I really think they could do the fire festival again and make a lot John of money. John was just performing in Milwaukee, and the players just came out and started shooting. But they, but they Giannis and all though. of them. I want to get my shots up. I'm not going to wait for John Rule to finish to get my shots up. When J. Cole was performing, people was watching. I know. They look different points in their career right now. Shout out to J. Cole. Middle child is a good song. And John Rule. Jalen Rose. Paul Pierce. The truth. Had a spicy take on the jump yesterday. Keep moving or hit the brakes. Can't wait to see my countdown fam this weekend. Mr. Big Shot and Bees. Hit the brakes. He said that if he were the Lakers, he would shut LeBron down. Again, shut LeBron down. Jalen, should the Lakers not play LeBron James? So, one of the things that... uh I noticed in commentary with fans and with players even, it's almost like if we're not a championship contender, oh, why even bother playing? Why even bother, why playing? Even bother playing? It's like we're either going to contend for a championship or we're just going to lose games intentionally. Like, that's kind of where we are. Like, there's no like, hey, let's play basketball and win some games. And it, it's, all, it's always like, why, why, why should Zion come back? Like, yeah, he's already going to be the number one Why did he even go to Duke in the first right, place? Right, exactly. It's, it's almost like if, if you're a really good like six-year-old, you have a good mixtape on your YouTube, like, I'm just never going to play again until I get drafted. <laughs> and if I get drafted and the team loses the first two games, shut me down for the rest of the season until I'm surrounded by all-stars. They only three games out of the eighth spot. Like, the NBA has morphed into this weird like you're either you're either the warriors or you're tanking it's like one of those two things that's why i always appreciate the journey somebody wins the division mm-hmm. somebody wins the conference somebody else wins the championship jalen rose 
An elevator in Boston tried to hurt the Trailblazers. Keep moving or hit the brakes. The opposing team, Boston, hit the brakes. No surprise there. Well, they were practicing at Emerson College, I believe, and they got stuck in an elevator for 30 minutes. And there's like eight of them in there. Jalen, what would you do for a half an hour if you were stuck in an elevator? The same thing most people do all day, be on the phone. <laughs> it looks like it. It just it seems like there's a lot of them in there. Do you ever get in an elevator and see too many people in there and be like, I don't know if this is good? I do that all of the time, as a matter of fact, because I do a lot of traveling. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like I'm claustrophobic anyway. I've been stuck on an elevator at South Quad in Ann Arbor, Michigan How in long? college before. How long? Before practice for at least 45 minutes to an hour. Oh, so that just sounds like a lie. That sounds like a lie so, you told to get out of practice. You're still telling it 30 years ago. Nah, later. Ray and Jimmy were on there with me too. Really? Mm-hmm. Jimmy would never lie. Next, Black China is charging up and coming rappers to pretend keep to it date moving. Her. Okay, that's a good point. Good point. Keep it moving. We keep, keep it moving. Keep it moving. We keep it moving. Cardi B has made it easier than ever for is her Black fans China, to meet her. Uh, Let's keep it moving. Related on. to We're Jordan moving. Woods or whatever? No, they're not related. Okay. Cardi B is charging her fans a lot of money to meet and greet her. Keep moving or hit the brakes. Hit the brakes. It's Cardi B. I love Cardi B. You know where I'm at. You know where I be. For $1,200, you don't just get to meet Cardi B. You get a private side stage viewing of the set, intimate meet and greet, photo opportunity, champagne toast, access to the party with Cardi, VIP merch gift bag, commemorative laminate, first access merch shopping, and a VIP concierge. Jalen Rose, is that way too much money to take a picture with Cardi B? No. Why not? For those who understand entertainment... And the price of it, like front row seats to get a suite, parking, everything that encompassed the experience. If you get a chance to pay to meet her, that's a life changing opportunity. And if you have the funds to do so, and she's not the first one to have this number. There have been a multitude of celebrities and entertainment and artists that have had bigger, larger numbers than that. So I think that's a good number for Cardi. It's something that I should consider for my kids. Jalen Rose, there was a heartwarming story about a man who bought $540 worth of Girl Scout cookies to save the Girl Scouts from the cold where they were selling their wares. There's an update to this story. He was arrested on drug charges. I don't get it. So... Because I've been in this position, so so oh you have yeah so no I want I want to make have. I want to make sure that I'm hearing you correctly. Yeah, first of all, you know I don't like follow-up questions. I don't have a lot of research. So on so this. so there was a gentleman. Big shout to Baron Dam. I just found this on his Twitter account. Who thought that he was a good deed, doing a good deed? Uh huh. And he says, "Hey, Girl Scouts, so that you don't have to stay out here in the cold." Yep. How much is all of those yes, cookies? Yes. I've been that guy. You yes. hear me? I've been that guy. And I'm not how surprised. much. Would it take for me to buy all of your cookies? And the number was $540. Mm-hmm. So he gives the Girl Scouts the $540, takes the cookies off of their hands, and gets them out of the cold. Yes. Great gesture. Facts. Yes, great gesture. And then later that day? I don't know what the timeline is. I don't, I don't think it's related, but he was arrested on drug charges. Well, he was doing his Robin Hood thing. You know? Doing his Robin Hood thing. He was. It's just hard. It's just you know, hard. like it's hard out like, here. Like Frank Lucas in American Gangster. You know what I mean? Okay. Like if you're doing dirt and you get dirt, at least you could try to give back to the community. What's your favorite Girl Scout cookie? 
Shortbread. What? And mint. What? That's the hottest take you've ever said. Shortbread is easily the worst Girl Scout cookie on the planet. Except what? Those, those lemon ones are whack. Oh, the what? lemon ones are whack. Shortbread is uh, it's the plain cookie. Shortbread. Jalen, shortbread. I'm shocked to hear this. You've said a lot of ridiculous things into this microphone. <laughs> shortbread is your favorite Girl Scout cookie? No doubt about it, because it's the one that goes easiest with milk. Not even close. The mint. Thin mints. Thin mints. I actually don't really use the milk with those. They're separate. You don't dunk them. Samoans. I think they changed the name of the Samoans because the Samoans were upset about it. So here's where I'm about to trap you. Okay. You don't dunk the mint ones into the milk. You know, you bite them first and so you can dunk them. Correct. But the the shortbreads, you you dunk them. Mm Mm-mm. Mm-mm. That's the difference. If you give me a chocolate chip cookie and there's no milk around, I might not even eat it. <laughs> I need the milk. I need the milk. <laughs> we have some news about the New York football giants. Head coach Pat Shermer says that Eli Manning is expected to be back. He said, quote, well, I think Eli can help us win games, and he proved when players around him start playing better that he can play at a very high level and help us win games. So at this point, I want Eli back. He's back. Jalen Rose, we've been talking about Eli Manning isn't the best quarterback for the Giants for now two seasons. Do you expect him to be the starting quarterback for the Giants next year? You want me to take you behind a curtain on what those comments really mean? Yes, I would love that. That if we could take Haskins in the draft, we'll do it so oh, quick. Yes, so fast. And then Eli be a great mentor to the young exactly. quarterback. The first four games Eli starts and t- teaches that, him how to do that, it in that, game five. That's all that Here is. You are. And basically players around Eli, hopefully Odell, Odell's healthy to start the year. Saquon had a terrific rookie year, and then all of a sudden you usher in the opportunity to transition to the new quarterback. Jalen Rose, I don't catch every piece of news. So sometimes there's news. It's a little old, but we call it news to me. News to me. This time, it's very important. At John Muir High School in Pasadena, they're having a protest. Let's listen to the students protesting. Jalen Rose, they are protesting because the school has banned do-rags. They're protesting for their right to wear do-rags and get waves. Your thoughts, Mr. Rose? Fight the power, that be! <laughs> Fight the power! Fight the power! Fight the power, that be! Jalen, what are we going to do as a show to support these young men and women fighting for the right to wear do-rags? What well, an amazing thing that we did is we just gave their movement... A national audience. Mm-hmm. We put them on the television program. We're going to put them on the podcast. Of course. And what I'm going to do to continue to salute them is follow and track this story really closely. You know what I'm going to do, Jalen? Something that I'm best at. If they reach out to me and give me contact information, I will write a strongly worded email on their behalf. Because you know I'm very effective with my strongly worded emails. And I also want to point out the gentleman who works in the show named Reginald Hooks, who's not with us today because he's sick. And he is not only the person that brought waves to your head and introduced you to do-rags, he's also from Pasadena. It just feels perfect. I feel like we really need to inject ourselves into this story. We need to help these young men and women fighting for their right to wear do-rags. And, by the way, I have to say this into a microphone. Do-rags are clearly cultural. Oh, yeah. 
Okay. Oh, yeah. So for you to try to ban them, that is something that you're looking at as it relates to a heritage and you're trying to eliminate that level of expression that goes with people that are trying to just lay their hair down. Just That's just how it gets done. Have you ever worn two do-rags at once? Never. Okay. I don't want lines on my forehead. Have you ever worn a do-rag that was not black in color? No. Okay. Jalen Rose, we have news that matters. You know I'm in a very serious monogamous relationship with my wife, Joey Jacoby. However, I'm not in a monogamous relationship with my barber. I will go to the barbershop, and I will let anybody who's available cut my hair. I do not care. That's I like just the wrong. Fact, efficiency is more important That's just to me. wrong. We have some news you should about be arrested this. for that. Taking over social media is this story. A gentleman, his L.A. barber saw him post a cut from his Maryland barber on Instagram and sent him a broken heart emoji. Jalen Rose, would your barber be upset if they, he found out? That you were cheating on him with another barber. Well, I do a lot of traveling, and my barbers know that when I'm in L.A., Shiz is going to cut my hair, 215 mm-hmm. exclusive. When I'm in Atlanta, Hawk is going to hook me up. When I'm in Connecticut, Andy Authentic, he got me covered. So wherever I am, I'm covered. But I'm not like you. I don't walk into a barbershop and let whoever has the empty chair cut my hair. You have no loyalty. When your accountant does your taxes... How much annually do you think you spent on hair care? Are you serious? Like how much annually? You ready for the real answer? I want the real answer. Barbers don't want you writing them That's off on their point. taxes. Are you point. serious That's right really now? I'm sorry. These I are apologize. entrepreneurs. I apologize. This yeah, exchange is always it's a always cash, cash one. Are you kidding me? Oh, well, um, I'm so sorry. I am so sorry. I just made you self-snitch on national television. What's the most you've ever spent on a haircut at one time? At least for 20, since I got to the league, $100 cut, at least. And it depends on when it is. Like, if I need a barber to cut my hair at 7 a.m. on Christmas Day so I can be on ABC, a couple of hundred dollars. I want to thank everybody for listening to the podcast. Don't forget to rate and review our podcast on iTunes and tell a friend to tell a friend to subscribe. And also, every day, 2 p.m. on ESPN2, you can watch the second handsomest duo at ESPN on Jalen and Jacoby. Tune into the show, DVR the show. We need your help. Get these ratings right so we don't get canceled.